last time on the New Noise Podcast. Always gazing at coastlines, speeding down a highway, hands out the window, reaching from a grave. The two bands played their very first show together as members of Unreal Records. They, they just, they rock so hard. I know. It's great! Hunter spins this otherwise glorious realization in just the hunteriest way he can muster. I mean, we're supposed to be the face, the voice of Unreal Records. How can we rally others to our cause if we're being outshined by our own subjects? Meanwhile, Joanne introduces us to a new face, or, you know, voice, as it were. This is Jay. I'm Chante. Are you the lead singer from Consider the Pegasus? That's right. Jay is sorta, kinda, maybe on the path towards legitimate fame and success. The only problem is, he's, uh, well, he's... I prefer to think of myself as a citizen of the world. You know, he's, he's sorta just... Sure, he's a tool. But with our help, you might be able to hold your nose long enough to where you could expand your sphere of influence. But that's not the kind of guy we want in the collective. You don't want someone with hundreds of thousands of fans? I don't want him. I want you. Whoa, Max. Little bold there, buddy. I mean, you know what I mean. You and Joanne. I think we should go to dinner tomorrow night. Like, uh, on a... A date, yeah. This is very exciting. Romance is in the air. And as stuff that exists in the air goes, romance is a tier one air inhabitant. Where's the dead skin cells on that list? Probably like tier four. Out of how many tiers? I don't know, like seven. Fuck, man. Yeah, well, don't hop in if you're not prepared to get your mind blown. Yeah, I, uh, I'll think twice next time. See that you do. Anyway, one person who's sure to have, let's call them, mixed feelings about said romance, our dear pal Hunter. I'm worried about him. Well, let's check in on him then, shall we? Right now, he's sitting in the back house worrying over what's to come. Stay tuned. I will. I need to assuage my fears. Oh, yeah? Oh, you're scared, are you? Scared? Yeah, just sit there and produce the show! We're gonna change the world! We're gonna change rock and roll! Hey, man. Do you know where Max is? Just left. Out on his date. Ah, fuck. Why? There's this bug on the side of the house, and I want to ask him if he knows what it is. Oh. Well, you can ask me. No. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hey, guys. Uh, I need a favor. Does no one knock anymore? There's no knocking Uh, in the collective. This is my house. Anyway, I need a favor. Tina's gone, and I'm itching to play some Miss Pac-Man. I mean, really itching. It's bad. So, what's the big deal? She's trying to quit. Cold turkey? I'm on the patch. Tina's my guardian angel. She helps distract me. Now I need a new distraction. Cool. Well, this is kind of a wallowing space right now. 
So if that sounds good... That's exactly why I'm here. We need each other. Get that skinny, wallowing booty up off the couch. Hey, my booty has a distinct curvature that was once referred to as adorable. Well, that person was lying. She did immediately afterwards convince me to donate to Doctors Without Borders. Oh, God. If she was lying to me and my booty is anything less than adorable, this day is about to go from bad to <sighs> completely unsalvageable. Okay, well, you're putting me in a tough spot here. Julio? I think it's important, no, valuable, to remember in moments like these that you are a fun guy. What has the world come to if we can't trust the compliments of a complete stranger asking you to donate to a cause you don't even fully understand? Okay, it's clear that you're spiraling. Uh, here's an idea. Let's exercise some of that despondency by listening to the most cathartic live audio one can experience. <gasps> a Ken Burns in-person reading of The Iceman Cometh? <gasps> wow. No. But please never change, Julio. I never do. Punk show, dude. Ah, a punk show. I could mosh. Yes, exactly. No better way to feel the entire scope of your feelings than exchanging elbows with a couple sweaty human beings you've never met before. I'm into. Let me just throw on an outfit that doesn't have multiple different kinds of mustard all over it. Hmm, I assumed you'd been painting. I was not. All right. Well, we'll be here. Doors are at seven. Copy you. Wallowing space. I said it was a wallowing space. Wh what? Nothing. Why so gloomy, Nancy Droop? Do you think Max and Tina are having fun? Oh, is that what this is about? It's not about anything. Well, what then? You don't want your friends? I just worried that we're taking our eyes off the prize here. That's all. Oh boy. Try not to fret your tiny little head. Tiny head? Skinny booty? Are you trying to drive me to reverse bulimia here? Yes. I'm just nervous, that's all. An undertaking as serious as ours leaves little margin for error. And romance, well, let's just say it can lead to errors. Oh my god, chill out, dude. I'm sure they're discussing Unreal Records Phase 2 contingencies as we speak. You know what? You're probably right. We should group chat. Should we call them or just like a text thread? Are you, uh, more of a sparkling or still kind of gal? Hmm. I would have to say still. Word. Word. What about you? Oh, uh, you know, I, uh, I dabble in both. Ah. A tweener. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny. When, when people say tweener, uh, sometimes I think they're saying tiny wiener. I have to, <laughs> you know, constantly remind myself that they didn't. That, that is funny. Hello. Welcome in. Uh, my name is Dave. Hope I'm not uh, <laughs> interrupting anything here. Nope, 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 nope. 
<laughs> no, sir. Uh, you are not. Uh, it's it's good that you're here. We are happy that you have arrived at the moment that you did. <laughs> Couldn't have timed it better, really. Uh, please stay and say things to us. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as I said before, um, my name is Dave, and uh, I'll be taking care of you this evening. Um, thank you so much for that uh, such a... Such a warm reception there that I received. Oh, I'm not much for restaurant banter. I think you'll find it's much better if you don't play to me. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have a few specials today, if you're interested. Fire away. Take time to tell them to us. Well, well, Chef today is featuring a magnificent fried shrimp toast brioche appetizer. The shrimp made out of coconut. The cream cheese is fashioned out of dill-infused cashew milk, and the bread, the bread, is made out of crumbled up pieces of lavash sourced from Tel Aviv and bound together with xanthan gum. Oh, Cholula has that. Um, I think you mean xanthan gum. Oh, I mean, I think I know what kind of gum I'm referring to. It's not real gum. I'm pretty sure it's xanthan and not xanthum. Are you a scientist of some sort? No, just knowledgeable of Okay, well, well, apologies, apologies. I, uh, you know, <laughs> I tend to, to nix those letters up from, uh, from tine to tine. Oh, God. <laughs> Mice. <laughs> Mice, you get it, because I switched the letters. Yeah, yeah, no, all right, all right, all right. Okay, um, you know what? I'm so sorry. Would you mind just giving us some privacy for, like, a quick minute? Oh, oh, not a problem. Please take your tine. <laughs> when I get back, I'll tell you just all about the reverse pesto arancini. If the arancini is made out of pine nuts and fresh herbs, you will not believe what the pesto's made out of. <laughs> Please take your time. Whoa. I mean, what do you think that pesto's made out of? I'm gonna go. Oh. Yeah, this is, uh... This is weird. It, it is weird. <laughs> Why is this weird? I liked you because the more I got to know you, the more authentic you seemed. But this... This isn't you. This isn't us. This is... Shrimp made out of coconut. Yes, exactly. So, you coming with me? Or are you dead set on finding out what that pesto's made out of? Well, I, I could always come back. <laughs> All right. I got a good spot. And that's why honey mustard is better with, like, a maple glazed turkey, because you'd think that the sweetness of the mustard would be redundant with the sweetness of the glaze, but in reality, what happens is that they work in concert, heightening each other, makes for more of a, uh, di a dynamic flavor sensation. Now, stone ground mustard, on the other hand... Oh, shit, sorry, it's Jay. I gotta scoop this up. Remember where you were, stone ground mustard. Mental bookmark. Dude, I'm really trying to remember where I was with my mustards. Come on, man. I'm exhaling exasperatedly for effect over here. Respect the effect. Fine. What's your ish? My ish? 
is multilateral. Ah, the many-sided-ish. Many-sided-ish emo pop punk band name, I called it. I've always admired the speed at which you call things. All right, here's the thing. Just mere weeks ago, it seemed like we were all on the same page. If we're going to do this the right way, grow the movement organically, then our margin for error is skinnier than my booty. Apparently. <laughs> wow. We opened a real Pandora's box of insecurity here, didn't we? And now, Jorian's getting phone calls from Jay, Max and Tina are God knows where. That's a lot of potential for error. Seems like I'm the only one staying on the straight and narrow here. Would it really be so bad getting this Jay guy on board? Yes, dude. Are you serious? He's the epitome of everything we stand against. He's in it for the dollars, the likes, the fame. We need people that are in it for the music. Yeah, okay, for sure. But do you even know him? Know him? <laughs> oh, I know him. I've never even met him, and I know him. All you need to hear is one measure of his dumbass album, and you know who he is. He's an imposter, a phony. He's a Holden Caulfield. Uh, Holden Caulfield wasn't a phony. He hated phonies. Stop defending him! <laughs> Easy there, Salinger. Joanne's coming back. You'll have to fill me in on the other facets of the polygonal-ish later. Hey, uh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. What a good old Jay have to say. Oh, you know, a little of this, a little of that, not important. Everything's important in the collective. Yo, you guys ready for a weird coincidence? <laughs> Always. The doctor who delivered me actually played catcher on my mom's middle school softball team. I was born into the waiting arms of coincidence. See that girl at the bar? The one wearing the black hoodie with the anarchy symbols over her nipples? No, the one with the arm tattoo of Dominatrix Minnie Mouse sinking her stiletto heel into Mickey's chest. Oh, her. Yeah. What about her? Spitting image of my fifth grade English teacher. <laughs> you don't say. Good for your fifth grade English teacher. I'd let her teach me English. And I know English, so it would actually be super offensive if she assumed that I didn't and tried to teach me. That said, I'd be willing to suffer the indignity. Yeah, so I'm gonna go head over that way and see if she'll consent to assisting me in the fulfillment of a long-held adolescent fantasy. First conceived in a tender state of budding sexuality. Toodles! Cool, so we'll link back up after the show. Or, you know, not... She's implying that her potential for rejoining us tonight depends heavily on whether or not this woman is willing to engage in sexual activities with her. Yes, Julio, I'm deeply aware. Thank you. Two house burgers. Thanks, Thanks, Ravi. Anytime, teen. This place is infinitely more the vibe. Okay, right? And these burgers are made of burger. What a novel concept. <laughs> Go on, take a bite. I want to see your first bite face. <laughs> My first bite face? Yeah, dude. You know those things in life that you go back to over and over again because you truly love them? Don't you ever wish that you could experience them again for the first time? Like, like watching The Office, or touching a sea anemone, or listening to the White Album. Totally. Okay, this burger is my comestible White Album. So, when I bring someone here for the first time, I like to watch them take their first bite. Live vicariously through them. Say no more. Completely understand. 
Are you prepared to receive my first bite face? Are you prepared to receive your first bite? Affirmative. Don't be too hasty now. First bite preparation hubris will not serve you well in this arena. I sit before you humbled by the prospect of taking this bite. Okay. Then you're ready. Mm. Mm. There's the first bite face. Mm -hmm. I mean, what can I say? It's juicy. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect medium rare. The sauce is familiar without being derivative. (laughs) The lettuce, perfectly crisp. The grilled onion, caramelized to perfection. The gorgonzola, a welcome dynamism amongst a calm current of culinary symmetry. It's blue cheese, but aside from that, agreed on all fronts. You're good at that. Good at what? Correcting people. But, you know, not making them feel like complete idiots when you do. Well, when empirical correctness is achievable, why not achieve it? I just feel like it's a lot of extra work for you. I just feel like it's deeply human. The desire to be the smartest in the room. I hear you. I guess when your dad's a lawyer, your mom's a pediatric surgeon, and your sister is up 10 points in the race for the state senate seat she's running for, you just kind of learn to pick your battles. Let them fight the good fight for empirical truth. But hey, if not for me, then no one would have gotten their star charts read last Christmas. So that's <laughs> that's one in the old ledger for Lil Maxie. Let me tell you, the look on Dad's face when he found out his moon sign was Sagittarius, that alone was worth the price of admission. <laughs> okay. Well, when you're a young girl and you're smarter than everyone else in the room, you have two choices. Either you fade into the background, or you own the fact that you're smarter. And, yeah, if you choose the latter, maybe the less enlightened among us call you a bitch behind your back. Or maybe you're unfairly regarded as a know-it-all. Or maybe you have a harder time endearing people to you right then and there. And yes, that is all really fucking annoying. But... If you strip all the bullshit away, then all you're left with is what you started with. The reality and the knowledge that you're smarter, that you're correct, that you're right. And being right means something to me. Because in the moments where I had nothing else, well, at least I had that. Plus, when your dad is gone and your mom is working two jobs to make ends meet, there's no one else in the room to prove you wrong. You get used to a certain lifestyle. Well, for what it's worth, there's other people in the room now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to kick tonight's open mic night off with a fan favorite. Oh, God. You didn't tell me this is an open mic thing. It's not supposed to be. You know her. You love her. You love to know her. And she loves to know everything. Tina Tequila. Uh, Is that you? The first Sunday of every month they do an open mic night, but this wasn't supposed to. I'm sorry. Tina Tequila? Okay, shut up. 30 days has September, April, June, and fuck! Come on up here, girl. Wow. Tina Tequila. All right. Calm down, Gorgonzola boy. Open mic sensation. I didn't peg you as an open micer. Oh, well, yeah, when I'm alone and trying out new stuff, not when I'm on a 
when I'm with someone else. Oh, come on. It'll be fun. I have never understood. Come on. It'll be fun. Like, if you have to convince someone that something's going to be fun, chances are it's not going to be fun. And that theory's been borne out over the course of my lifetime charting fun. Well, maybe charting fun isn't the best way to experience it. Miss Tequila. I'm serious. Stop. (laughs) That nickname is a vestige of a bygone era that included more drunken blackouts than I care to admit. Come on, give her a little encouragement, folks. All these people know me. Oh my god. You're famous. Oh my god, fine. If only to get you to stop whatever bit it is that you're doing right now. Plus, if there's one thing I learned from the show last week, it's to be nice to the sound guy. But if I'm going up, you're coming up with me. Oh, whoa. Uh, improv is not my strong suit. Come on, it'll be fun. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. I haven't made a fool out of myself in a good half hour or so, so. <clears throat> hello, hello. Yes, thank you. Please stop. You're all ruining my night. Ravi, you guys interrupted my friend Fry Flow. Could you do me a favor and drop some fresh skinnies for me? Hey, anything to hear those uh, dulcet tones of yours? Ah, I see the word of the day toilet paper is paying off. <clears throat> this is Max. Say hi, everybody. Salutations. If I lay a big old turd in the punch bowl that is Tina's musical genius, try not to hold it against me. Such a charmer grab that acoustic and follow my lead. This is so annoying Having to stop what I was doing and come up on this stage and sing some songs while you keep chewing on those tasty burgers with brioche buns while I'm still hungry making stupid songs up with Max who will say hello in the second verse reminder this is unrehearsed It's places like this and times like these that I stop worrying for a second to breathe. This is nothing like the last year. So much better than it was back then. This is nothing like the last year. So much better than it was back then. I mean, how can you not be fascinated by the potential? Someone with the last name Burns reading something with a title that includes the word Iceman? Just get the fuck off me. The titular temperature dichotomy alone is enough of a foundation for intrigue that I'm sure is shit buying a ticket. You know what I'm saying? Something's up with Jay. I just know it. He's scheming something. The man is a scheme machine. Paranoia is bad for the liver, my dude. If you're gonna keep this up, I'd suggest adding some cruciferous veggies to your diet. Maybe a nice fatty fish. Some nuts, perhaps. I'm not being paranoid. I know a schemer when I see one. And or, you know, he went on the radio. Dude, that guy just got dead. Help that guy up. First, I'd like to 
start by saying it's an honor to be on this stage playing with Tina Tequila. You're a real cool Sheila. I'd be bummed as hell if I never got to meet you. But to be serious and sound resolute, I'll only try to fly with you as my parachute. And Robbie, I shouldn't neglect to thank you for these burgers. They're so freaking dank. This gorgonzola puts me in the zone I could stay right here all night There's places like this And times like these That I stop worrying for a second to breathe This is nothing like the last year So much better than it was back then this is nothing like the last year. So and I mean, if Tina and Joanne level up and dust our asses, which by the way, they're good enough to do, then where does that leave us? Huh? Where does that leave the movement? Back to where you started, I guess. Exactly. Square fucking one. You think we've got the resources for a full-on ground-up rebuild? This is nothing like the last year. So much better than it was back. This is nothing. I gotta think of something. Fast. If we lose whatever ground we've made, then that's it for us. For martyrs? For unreal records? For the cause? Didn't expect to see you so soon. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, do you want some tea? Oh, no. I'm okay. You sure? It's got healing properties. Oh, listen. I love a good elderberry as much as the next guy, but uh, <laughs> no, I just uh, wanted to talk to you. Is Hunter here? Uh, no. Uh, he's around on the side of the main house. He said he was going to catalog the insect population there. I asked him why, and he said to prove my worth, so I decided to just leave that one alone. Prudent. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> so, what's up? I, um, I had a really good time with you last night. Me too. Like, shockingly good? <laughs> you know when you prepare yourself for something to be shockingly good, but then it still shocks you because it's even better than whatever you originally prepared yourself for? Even though said original preparation was still prepped with the idea in mind that this experience could be better than expected? Frankly, no. Me either! <laughs> Until last night. <laughs> Please don't make me laugh, Gorgonzola boy. It's just... It's gonna make what I have to say that much harder. Oh.
Thank you for listening to episode four of the New Noise podcast. Julio played by Julio Macias. Hunter played by Hunter Porter. Joanne played by Kayla Murray. Max played by Maxwell Hamilton. Tina played by Carson Fagerbach. Server played by Joey Bertolini. Robbie the bartender played by Robert Nagelhout. Produced by Hunter Porter. Written and directed by Joey Bertolini. Sound production by Rob Nagelhout. Editing assistance by Joey Lewick.